Welcome to Paranormal Things. I'm your host, Keith, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we're going to see a show that's British called Great Brit British Ghosts. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 1. So without further ado, here we go. Welcome to Great British Ghost. Today I'm in Essex. Later on I'll be going to the Old Courthouse Inn, which used to be a place of judgment and execution. But first I've come to St. Osip to visit this cottage, which is known as the Cage. Looks normal enough from the outside, but what goes on inside is anything but. There's gargoyles and everything else. The cage at St. Osith is a small, privately owned cottage, sitting right on the edge of the main road to Clacton-on-Sea. It dates back to the 17th century, when it was used as a local holding cell for prisoners awaiting trial. Today, it's owned by Vanessa Mitchell, who agreed to show me around what some claim is the most frightening house in Britain. Welcome to the cage. It looks like such a sweet little cottage, but it has such a story, doesn't it? Yeah, it has many, many stories, the cage. It's very, um, it's very beautiful. It's an extremely haunted property, to be honest. How long have you owned it? I've owned it for seven years now. Um, three of those years I've lived here, and the other three, unfortunately, I haven't, haven't been able to. It's been left empty. Now, you've had all sorts of things that have happened to you in here, Vanessa. Yeah. You, you've chosen not to live here, haven't you? Yeah. Tell me about that. I mean, I, I one day had to leave with a four-month-old son and pack up and go and live with a friend in one room, basically, to get out of this house. It was that bad. Left it, and, and it's been here empty because, of the, you know, because of what happened in here. I just, had, I just had to go. I bought the cage about seven years ago. Before that, the cage had been up for sale regularly with every sort of three, four years, two, three years. Any owners that have brought this house always moved out of it. One of the hardest places There's in, been lots uh, and lots of bad stories connected to the cage and people lived here. Um, there's been deaths, suicides. There's been people that have been perfectly happy, came here, and within, you know, months or years they've been divorced. Um, there's been a lot of illness. There's just been some really horrible stories, you know. It's one of those houses, it's always up for sale, and everyone that leaves here flees, you know, literally like me. And, and, I'm, an, and I'm another part of the story, had to go, had to go. Yeah, that's a nice thing to have hanging around when you're thinking... Give me a brief sort of summary of what this was. Um, this house used to be the old village prison. It's most famous for um, the witches in the old days that were tried. A lot of them were kept here. Up to 13 witches were kept in that room there in the cage room. Also, um, kids in the village that stole a loaf of bread. Um, any type of criminal activity at all. And most of them were taken out of that room and executed. Let's go and have a look in here, because this is the actual cage, or yeah. was the cage, wasn't it? This is where they were kept. Now, they used to be chained up along here with leather straps. This is one when of When you say they, that's the witches? Yeah, the witches. Um, there was altogether, I think, 13, especially the Ursula Kemp trials, 13 were, were taken and kept in here. This is one of the original chains. And this always swings, this chain as well. Just you'll be turning around and this chain will be swinging. Um, 
we, we've got pictures of big black. I mean, you, you'd come here in here sometimes and see black formations, like energy or masses. I'm not sure, but black things as figures. Black figures. You, know, you know when you kind of turn around and you think someone's there, in this place, and there is something there. The conditions of the cage in those days would have been awful. There was no light at all. There was um, a tiny little light in the roof. There were no doors. That's the only visible light they would have had. It would have been very, very cold, very damp, um, no doubt full of mice and creatures. They were you chained to the walls. Um, lots Normal. of them all chained to the brick walls. And it would have been horrible and it would have been freezing and very, very unhealthy. The worst, worst thing that had ever happened, and I hadn't really told anyone because it just sounds too fantastical. My friend, um, he was a sergeant major in Afghanistan, um, Neil, and my, my best friend Kirsty, she's a nurse. They popped in for a cup of tea. Um, it was a, again, it was an afternoon, summertime. We walked through, made the tea, sat back out there. Now, before this was carpeted, it used to be the wood. And Neil's sitting there and he said, Ness, what, what's all that on the floor? There was big blood splatters on the floor. You're now, I'm, kidding I'm me. not joking. I, this is absolute truth. Now, he came through and it, he, first of all, he said, Ness, and, he, and he, he said, this is blood. And he said, what the hell is going on in this house? Hanging from the, I've had some tenants ringing me up, screaming, um, the activity at night, up and down the stairs, cushions being thrown across the sofa, um, doors opening. One woman was physically kneeled on and she was in her bed and she was physically restrained in her bed. Um, she, that was her last couple of weeks here, she again made plans to leave. I, I've tried to rent it out and nobody stays here long. Uh, yeah, we uh, moved in after Vest had invited us uh, to live here. She told us it was haunted before we came, uh, but I, I was never a believer and didn't think anything of it. But after living here for six months to a year, it just got to the point where I felt uncomfortable, even in daytime, let alone at night. Um, after hearing people coming upstairs when there's no one in the house, doors rattling, things moving, things disappearing, things it just got too much. What's the worst thing that happened to you while you were in there? I think the worst thing was uh, being being upstairs on my own of a night covering and hearing prison. Can you believe someone that? coming up the stairs, like the door, the handle on the bedroom Normal. door turning, and knowing full well there's no one in the house, no one's likely to be in the house, and it just put you puts you on edge. You don't know what's coming through. You know that no one's there, but someone's coming up the stairs and someone's turning the handle. So it just got so much. This is on the downstairs, the little downstairs toilet. There's a problem in here as well. Only quite, quite recently, I was in here, and I heard scratching coming from through this cupboard underneath from the floor. Now, first of all, I thought scratching. What kind of noise was it? It wasn't like on tiles, or it wasn't like on painted wood. It was as if it was coming from actually from underneath, um, and it happened loudly twice. And then I'm right, so I just got out again. I was only here just doing, you know, just clearing up and just, just had to go. What do you think that was? Well, there's supposed to be, every medium and psychic literally I've had in here in four years always say the same thing. They're buried underneath the floor. There's bodies underneath that, this floor. Now, for St. Osith, it's not out of the way because it's happened before. They found witches' skeletons and various things, bodies underneath floors. Um, 
I think it may be connected to that, I'm not sure, but something's underneath there, something's underneath here, and it was if, I'm not being dramatic, but it was if, it's like, come on, I'm here. Which is wrong. Was it inside or just outside? Chris Palmer is a local paranormal investigator who believes that the cage is one of the most frightening places he's ever been. Um, we came here, that's probably about eight at night. We were setting up the cameras all throughout the house. Um, I was setting up upstairs, came walking down the stairs, and I felt a strong push on my back. I turned around, there weren't no one behind me, so I shouted to my colleague Lee to come down, because he was um, in the other room upstairs. Um, he came down, and then he no got shoved in the back as well downstairs, but he actually went right to pleasant. The Everything's did he hurt himself? Great white. Uh, no, no, because I was on the bottom. Wallpaper's bright. It's a prison, I guess. It was a prison. Caught well, a uh, apparition. Hundreds of cases. Um, but each time I come here, this is always the worst feeling. The next day I'll have a headache. I just feel like when I'm in here, it's very depressing. It's a depressing place to be. I couldn't live here. Couldn't be any by myself for any length of time. Because you know the history. If somebody didn't know the history, they'd probably live there, probably. There was also one Before story. Find out the gentleman the that came here, he was with a ghost investigation team. History of it. He was a huge man. He was a he was a debt collector, and he showed me his arms. He had stab wounds. He was a big, big man, not very easily intimidated at all. And he was in this room doing an investigation, and he said he got physically, physically pushed into the wardrobe. Now he said to me, Vanessa. I look, look at the size of me, and he said this thing actually physically pushed, pushed, you know, pushed him into the wardrobe. You know, and he was terrified. And that's the thing: you can be big and brave and all you want, like you say, the dead, the dead don't hurt you. But people like him, who, who deal with the living every day on that kind of basis, and he was actually physically attacked in here. And that, and there's lots more, more people that have been physically attacked. I've had people pushed in the wardrobes, completely in the wardrobes. I've had people scratched. We can physically see scratch marks. There's also been um, tragedy recently in the cage as well. One previous owner hung himself in this property. Um, and he, he, from what I can gather from what people have seen, he doesn't seem to have passed on. There is a theory that if you do commit suicide, you, you, you don't pass over or you have to wait before you're collected. Um, that is an opinion. Whether it's true or not, we don't know. But unfortunately... The, the, the suicide of a recent gentleman in here, he doesn't seem to have gone at all. Yeah, it was. This house has been up for sale every three years for as long as I can remember. I, I've been brought up in this village as a child. Um, and I didn't realise how bad it was, but I look back now, there's a reason nobody's owned this house for long. There's a reason people always leave or kill themselves in here or get divorced or, or go mad. the cage is it just seems to have a bad negative draining energy a dream if you're, you're a ghost hunter as as possible. a complete haunting nightmare if you're an estate agent this Real is estate. the old courthouse in Great Bromley it dates estate. back to the 16th century and apparently it's very haunted the owners the have experienced inn. all sorts of spooky goings on paranormal groups Michaela have investigated and even intriguing spirit photographs have been taken 
old courthouse inn in Great Bromley in Essex is a 17th century coaching inn, which was also used as an actual courthouse, complete with a gallows across the road. There. Lots yeah, of ghosts have been seen over the years, say, give, give and way. spirit photographer Ron Bowers claims to have captured some of them on his digital camera, both here and back at the cage. Still talking about the cage. So, Ron, this first photograph that I'm looking at, where, where was that taken? It was just taken on his staircase here. Oh, just here? Yeah, and looking down, um, down here. Uh, it's a, map, a matter of taking quite a few cage. pictures and Looks like the old courthouse inn. Um, you know, like 10 photographs, one appears. And is that is this a ghost, true? then? I'd like to think People so, but um, it's an image of uh, energy, like I believe. Do they use no cigar idea smoke? Do they be. know how to manipulate? No, there is a story of a lady that's been seen at the bottom of the Factor stairs. Thing. Perhaps, perhaps that's her. It's up to the beholder. Can everybody take spirit photographs? Uh, well... I would love to think so, but um, I mean, some people may capture something uh, like in a family shot and and be frightened of who's Spirit that man in the background. Maybe they delete it if it's with a digital camera. Um, I, 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 it works for me. I don't think I can say it really. This is obviously in the bathroom, Ron. Yes. Quite right, right by there, right by the shower. But you know, that's an extraordinary picture. You can actually see the shape of a lady. That's right, and uh, it actually looks like she's posing. It's a lady. Just before I took this picture, there was a group looks in like here, an and they were saying that they'd like, sent a lady. Like um, I was just taking pictures in total darkness. Long dresses. That's one that I captured. The, that's in darkness? Total darkness using flash. How do you do it, Ron? Because I, I look at that and I think, how come I wouldn't be able to get a picture like that? Uh, well, I mean, I'd like to believe I'm getting a helping hand from my father, but uh, he always wanted me to be a photographer, but it's been explained to me it's a physical mediumship, and um, there were many physical mediums, um, 19 or 1800s up to 1940, and that was the only form of mediumship before. What do you mean by that? I don't know what that means. Uh, physical mediumship is, is managing to capture something and give, like, proof, um, rather than someone saying they've got a, a John here, not actually giving any physical. It's actually producing something, like a, like a trance medium can sit there and his face can transfigure. Where's this next one? Where's this? Is this back in the hallway? Uh, yes, it's downstairs. Let's go and have a look at that one. Yeah, some people would say these pictures are too good to be true, but um, all you can do is take a photograph, have people present with you, and uh, show them straight away as soon as you take the photograph. Landlords Vinnie and Sarah Runzuli and their daughter Sammy Jo have experienced lots of strange goings-on over the years. When you came here right. and went upstairs, to take some, some photos, they served and he went into room three, uh, and he was up there more, for about I think in half Ireland, an hour, more than and he just came Britain. running down the stairs, and he showed Vince, actually, on his camera, the image. Yeah. It must be so, because no way could he yeah. not have taken that image. No. It was amazing, wasn't and it? And he, uh, I mean, I think Ron Bowers... so excited, wasn't he? Ron Bowers' pictures are, are great. Uh, everyone who comes in here and sees him, and, Could he and the thing is, he Was came he so to me particularly because I'm, I'm a believer, but then not. I've I sort of 
try to find an answer for whatever, but my eyes have really opened quite wide here. He's a here. real genuine man. And he showed me on his actual camera the lens, the, the shots. Uh, take one on the bed, take two of the yeah, figure, and take three of the, uh, the floor. And he kept, and, and, and I'm thinking, well, you know, he's not, how can he sort of fix this picture here? Because it was on his actual lens of his camera. And, um, yeah, I think he's made a believer out of me. I mean, but... Uh, well, I've actually yeah. sat in a room with him... don't sound British. ...when he's taken yeah. photos before yeah. he's actually taken it. And yeah. he said, Sarah, have a look at this. And before he's even taken the photo. So where's this one, Rob? It's outside the room, too, just around this corridor. Oh, look, yeah, I can see by the fire extinguisher. So how did you take this one? Uh, like I usually do, every, every picture I take, I view through the LCD screen and just snapping away and uh, this this apparition appeared. Was that in darkness? It's kind of, it's darkness. Apparitions are so you couldn't actually see this when Almost you were taking full body the photo, you could just sense it. Sensing, but sometimes you do see, but when you're using like rapid fire, because the shots are going, you know, you, you see something and then obviously you have to play the camera back and then... So th this is there for what seconds, and you just capture those seconds that the spirit might. Yeah, there's um, like there's two or three pictures before this, and two or three pictures after this, and this is maybe the second or the third picture. You just you can sometimes just get the feeling that you're being watched, and then sometimes it's a, sometimes it's a really uncomfortable feeling, and you sort of don't want to be like whichever room it's in. It could be like in like the bar area or like the function room or the dining room or like even in our house you just sometimes it's a feeling that you're okay to be around and other times you just feel like you shouldn't be there and that you're not wanted there if you know what I mean you just it's, it's a strange feeling we were sitting at the bar having a drink and we could hear three claps so I thought what's that so we got up walked in to the restaurant and there was nothing there so I don't know what that was. Of course, I went and checked it all out, thinking, well, who's over there? I couldn't find anybody. But the most so. strangest experience we've ever had in here was the television. With my son, when we first came here, every mm. night he'd play pool in there. And the television wouldn't be on, switched off at the wall. And he'd be playing pool, and all of a sudden, the television would come on, 6.15 every night. So in the end, he got so spooked, the news, he stopped coming in. If they have the news at 6 there. One night uh, we were locking up so all the lights were off and my boyfriend was just looking through the window to see if he could see anything because he knew that things were around and uh, he stood there looking out the window and um, a woman appeared and just sort of moved straight across Sammy him Joe. and she looked like, like a maid, she was wearing like cleaner's clothes, like old Victorian styled clothes and just looked like she was Kathy just sort of Joe. cleaning and just sort of went Joe past. Joe. Was, that, was that a shadow or was that an apparition? Yeah, but you could see her. It was like it was her, it was it just looked like a normal person that just walked straight past in front of him. Ron, does anyone else manage to get similar pictures while you're taking them? Um, people have captured what they call orbs in the same sort of areas and direction of, of where I've been taking photographs. With the paranormal groups, um, I, you know, they're there when I take a photograph, so if something is captured, they can see it straight away. This one is, is really quite extraordinary because you can really see the figure sitting there, and that's right there, isn't it? Yes. 
I have been in there the previous time and um, with a medium and he was uh, beckoning what we believe was a, a young boy. So, who knows? Well, is all these pictures just taken on a normal camera then? Yeah, I mean, I'm on my third camera now. It started with a tiny Samsung camera and uh, I use a couple of Fuji cameras now. I mean, I find them absolutely astonishing, but most people would look at these and their first comment would be, are they photoshopped? Yeah, of course, well, well, they're not, because uh, you, sure can't, you can't take a photograph in a room and then um, produce the image. So you, you literally show that to someone as soon as you've taken it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've taken photographs with some, maybe up to 20 people in a room. You know, you can only, you can only do that, and uh, if they don't believe you then, they never will, I guess. I mean, it's amazing to think what a ghost might look like. Obviously, I've never seen one. Uh, and you're showing me a photograph of what, and you're well, telling I, me that's a ghost. It's an energy. I, I, I don't like using the word ghost. I, I'm being a spiritualist. I, I, I like the word spirit. And, um, yeah, it's an energy. And uh, I, I think a lot of buildings retain the energies. Each time you've caught a ghost, the Holy Grail is catching a full-bodied apparition on camera. Live. Well, I must say, I find those spirit photographs intriguing, but I think the only way I'll really believe tape. it for myself is if I manage to catch a spirit on my camera. Here's hoping. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, dude. The courthouse in, in the cage. There you have it. Great British ghost. First one on my program excuse me season two episode one until we meet again sleep tight